You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium. We're here directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Thursday, the Chiefs return to the practice field to prepare for their Christmas Day matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, defensive lineman Chris Jones, and wide receiver Rasheed Rice. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Chris Jones and Rasheed Rice. Here's the Chiefs head coach. We've got a couple guys that are sick. Uh, Nick Bolton's sick and uh, Cam Jones is sick. We had, we had a couple last week, so it's going through a little bit. And then uh, McKinnon with a groin won't practice today. Tony uh, with a hip strain won't practice today. Before the uh, challenge of playing the Raiders, uh, they're playing good football. Uh, Antonio has done a, a real nice job uh, with that group, and they're playing hard. They've got a good scheme offensively and defensively, um, and so uh, and special teams for that matter. Um, so we've got to have a good week, good week of practice, um, and that that starts today. So, anyways, with that, time's yours. Andy, what was it brought to your attention that the balls weren't the right weight, and how could that impact play? You know. Ted told. I mean, I did. I didn't. There was. I don't know anything about it. You know, I'm walking down and he mentioned it to me. So, um, I. I don't think. Uh, I'm not worried about all that. And you didn't get any concern, or I guess, from from Harrison or. Oh, this is the first I heard. Of it, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of a housekeeping question on McCall. He's past his four-week window. Yeah. Is he close to getting? Yeah. So he'll be he'll be out there. He's got he's got oh, 21 days, I think it is. So um, he'll be out there today and um, and get some work in. Just see he's, see how he does. Richie and uh, Justin they look like they might be set for return or more plays as you said on Monday. Yeah. When you evaluate that, how much do you feel like you can get those guys integrated? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm a They've got a few plays in. We'll just see, you know, see where it goes. Um, but they're, you know, they're ready to go. It's just see what, see how it works out. Andy, uh, with regard to Sky Moore, uh, is there a sense he could be back if you guys keep playing long enough? Or yeah, there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance. I think it's uh, tender. It's been, you know, he, he's a tough kid, so he battled through it there for you like the idea of playing on Christmas Day? Yeah, so listen, I'm, I'm once you're in the season, every day is it's the same. I mean, you know, today today is Wednesday, but it's Thursday, you know, so I mean we're we're programmed, but um, I think it'll be neat for um, the fans and um, I got, you know, our guys are excited and I'm sure the Raiders are excited, so yeah. It's different Monday night at noon. That's different, you know. 
I mean, one of the things the Raiders did obviously gets the, the Chargers turn the ball over pretty aggressively, getting turnovers. How cognizant do you have to be, especially with this group, yeah. with uh, how they're after you know, yeah. the ball out? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they're they're great at that. I mean, they uh, uh, you you better keep it high and tight. You know, we've had a couple that have popped out, and uh, you know you know they're gonna go after the ball. Um, but they do a nice job. They do a nice job uh, doing that. Go ahead. I was going to say the, the ability to win the division this week. How much is that part of the pregame conversation? Yeah, the, the main thing is getting ready, and, and you know that um, you know they, they're still alive. I mean, so um, and then it's the Raiders versus the Chiefs. So you just got to get ready. You, you don't have to really talk about all the other stuff, but it's a. Uh, you know, is one of those Raider Chief games. So, Coach, I don't, I don't ask this to get you in any more trouble, but uh, the NFL kind of gave you a lump of coal with, with the fine after the, the Bills game. Um, is that just the cost of doing business from sometimes with what you have to say? In the well, you take that coal and you make diamonds out of it. But I appreciate the setting me up. <laughs> another game in New England where you failed to score in the fourth quarter and think y'all are dead last in the league. Yeah, and yeah, we've got to do better there. Um, uh, and I mean, the bottom line is you got you have to take, you have to score. You have opportunities. You got to score. With Isaiah, just how eager is he to get back in the mix? Are you expecting it to be kind of a, a full workload for for him in, in his return here this week? Yeah, I think it'll be a yeah full workload. Um, but you know, with that, we've got. You know, backup relief if he needs to come out. So, Clyde, I mean, can we've got all kinds of confidence in Clyde. So, stepping in. And since we talked to you on the Zoom on Monday, we learned the dead buddy had passed away. Thinking the old Raiders Chiefs game. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was going to finish this. Uh, uh, you know, my, our hearts go out to the family. What a great player, um, both he and his son. So, I mean, they're. Um, but yeah, Ed was a great, a good person. He would show up for all the different events and. Uh, he'll be missed. Yeah. What a, what a good good football, but tough guy. Yeah. All right. Coach, you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Coach, you've got guys that have made mistakes on the field um, and gone through slumps. What is it that, that tells you that if the guy's going to be, you're going to need him you know, going to the end of the season? Is it your experience as a coach or just your understanding? They will need who? What did you say? Just if, if any player in general. Say, give it to me one more time. So you yeah. got guys that are going through slumps. Yeah. Yeah. Mistakes. yeah. Um, throughout seasons, what is it about you that says, "Hey, I'm going to yeah. this guy"? Yeah, somebody, you know, listen. If they're young, you take a little step back. You, you know, have a chance to take steps forward. So um, that's how it goes. And you're going to have ups and downs in this business. It's a pretty tough sport, you know. And there are a lot of people that are, you know, going to put their opinion out there, along with the coaches and players. You know, everybody's got an opinion. So, um, but you got to, you got to, you know. You, you keep working. Andy, um, how would you assess? You're, you're so known for coaching the coaches, right? Um, how would you just assess first year for guys like Todd Pinkston and obviously Connor um, and other guys throughout the year? What you try to get out of the assistant coaches to help the guys on the field? Yeah, they're doing a good job. The young guys they've got. Uh, Todd's is a little different. He's got guys that's pretty uh, veteran group there, um, but. Um, I mean, Connor, uh, look at Rice, and that kind of tells you the, uh, gives you the answer to that, that part of it. But 
um, in his production. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I actually, so I got that, that golf cart, the club car, uh, golf cart at home, and I was like, man, this is sweet. Um, and I was thinking of ideas, and I wanted to change it up from what I've done in past years, and I figured I'd, I'd get them something that I enjoy, and uh, I think y'all could see from some of the videos, they, they enjoyed it. They were going around Arrowhead, and I got a little nervous, because I thought it was just going to, I was going to ship them to where they were going, they're like, no, we need to getting them right now and, and take them take them for a ride so i uh, know it, it's it's cool i'm glad they enjoyed it and uh i mean it's part of the, that, that part of the year and they do a lot for me so i'm gonna take care of them as well excited to play on christmas day i am excited um obviously a little disappointed that i don't get to do the christmas morning uh when santa comes with the with the kids um but i get the i get that whole afternoon and uh, in the evening and so uh to be able to to play on christmas day right after everybody wakes up they get their gifts um, they're going to turn the TV on. They're going to see the, the Chiefs playing. Uh, it's going to be a, it's extremely exciting, a great opportunity. How much do those guys actually play golf? Yeah, so that, that's why I got the four-seater. There's only a couple of them that actually play golf. <laughs> um, and so that, you have kind of that, – that one actually does – it has a place for you to put your golf clubs if you, if you want to want to take it out to the golf course. But that's more for, like, the cruising around the neighborhood uh, type of golf cart. So I gave them the option uh, where they could do both, but I, I chose more the, the comfort over the convenience of being on the golf course. Kind of seen the progress for Rasheed Rice over the past four weeks really breaking out. In your eyes, what's the ceiling for what he can eventually even be even further past that? Season? Yeah, I mean, he still he still has got a lot he can improve on, which is crazy to say. I mean, he's had such a great season. Um, but just, I mean, the little things that NFL receivers do. I mean, he's got the explosiveness. He knows how to run the routes, but there's such the nuance and and uh, the how you run the routes, how you set one route up to, to run another one. Um, but I, I'll say this, he's taken from the veterans, Marquez, um, I mean, from Justin Watson, from Travis, he listens and he learns as much as he can and tries to take that in. And I think that's why he's gotten better and better um, as the season's gone, uh, gone on. Patrick, you guys can clinch the division by winning this weekend. Um, you've got some experience with that. What does that do for the preparation, one way or the other? Anything? Does it make it more difficult? Was um, it easier? Not not necess not necessarily. I think you just have to take it like it's a like it's a game you're going up against the Raiders. We know how intense it's going to be. We know uh, this rivalry means to both sides. Um, it's going to be a great battle, and uh, we're excited for the opportunity to play at Arrowhead. And obviously, if we win, uh, we can clinch the division, and that's part of it. But at the same time, I think it's just when you go up against these two teams, go up against each other. There's another added uh, step, and and the the I don't want to say pressure, but the the momentum. The we got to go out there and give everything we got. So, so it's not part of any conversation, the locker room conversation. No, I mean everybody. Everybody understands it, um, but at the same time, it's uh, it's it's a game. I mean, we have to go out there and play like just like every other game. Every game matters in this league, um, and so for us, we have to put our best effort uh, forward every single time. But I mean, that's something we talk about before the beginning of the year. Um, is our first goal is to win the AFC West. We understand it's a great challenge, and so um, we just have to come up with that mentality that we're going to do whatever we can to win this week, and that that will clinch our first goal if we can do that. Where has he sort of progressed the most in that three-game stretch, and um, how have you sort of tried to adjust to his blocking style? Yeah, I mean, I think the what you know is that he's a battler. He's someone that's going to go out there and fight the entire game. Um, he's getting better and better as far as technique and, and little things that we do within our offense and how Coach Heck wants it. Um, but I think uh, what you do know is that he's going to finish every play. 
Um, he's going to go out there, and, and if he loses a rep, he's going to come back that next rep with that mentality. He's going to win that one. And he's not going to let anything affect his uh, mentality. Um, and so uh, it's great whenever you can throw a guy in there like that, a young guy, and he steps up uh, to the plate, and he, and, he, and, he, and he hits a base hit, man, or he gets a home run. I mean, he's, he's ready to go, and uh, whenever his number gets called, uh, he's going to be ready to, ready to play. Does the protection scheme change much at all when you add a new guy, especially when he's a rookie? When you know teams are blitzing you more than than usual, um, not necessarily. I mean, we we stay on top of that stuff, and we try to be really like top top tier as far as picking up protections and stuff like that. Um, obviously, you have pass rushers. I mean, with ninety eight on the other side, you have to make sure you, you added some attention to him. Um, but their other guy, uh, fifty one, has been playing great too. So I mean, it's gonna be a great challenge for for us going up against this team and this pass rush. Um, but uh, I think uh, you just got to go out with the mentality of we're gonna execute the game plan and let the guys uh, win their matchups. Patrick, we saw some I don't, maybe frustration, disappointment, whatever, when the cameras were on you after the, the tip fall up to Canarias. Um, the cameras are always on you. We don't get to see all of those things happen on the sideline. But where are you now with just trust and maybe frustration level with some of the things that have happened uh, you know, with, with him catching the ball? Yeah, I think in that moment I was frustrated at the, just the interception and giving the defense a short field. I mean, the defense was playing so well in that second half especially, and uh, I knew in that moment of the game you don't want to have turnovers and stuff like that. You want to either score, obviously first goal, but second goal is flip the field, let our defense play. And so I'm um, getting that turnover and short yard and getting them into a, a position where they're, they're basically after one play touchdown or whatever that was, um, I, that, that's on that's on us as an offense. And so there's, not, there's no added frustration towards any player. I mean, I know – I know how hard these guys work. I've said it all year long. I see how they practice. I see how they work after practice, before practice, and I know that they're doing whatever they can um, to help the team out in the best way possible. And so um, they always know that I'm going to have that confidence, confidence in them. I'm going to keep firing the ball to them. That's just how I roll. Um, I, whenever I see the guy put in the work every single day, that I, I have trust he's going to go out there and make the plays happen. So uh, that's just uh, the frustration, I think, was just over the whole situation, not necessarily directed at one person or another. Uh, you might not be able to answer this because it's maybe more a question for them, but what do you see from your receivers at their confidence level, too? Because, I mean, some of these younger guys have some ups and downs. Do they look like a confident group to you, especially the young ones? Yeah, I mean, I think they look confident. I mean, uh, yeah, they're, they're joke, they joke around. They, they're having fun at practice. They're working their tail off. They understand they want to be better. I mean, everybody does. Uh, we want to be the, the best that we possibly can be. Um, but at the same time, I, I know those guys are going to make plays, and I've seen them make plays on the biggest stage. So I know that they have the confidence and know that they believe in, in themselves as much as I believe in them. It's been limited looks, but what do you think Richie James could provide you guys if they get a little bit more opportunity on offense? Yeah, no, I think he's done a great job with the, the opportunities that he has had. I mean, you've seen he's going to catch the ball, get vertical, break tackles, um, be in the right spot at the right time. Um, and so I know Coach was talking about we got to keep getting him more and more involved. Obviously, the injury in the middle of the season hurt his kind of production. Um, but as he's gotten healthier and healthier, you see we're trying to add him in as much as we can. Um, and I think the coaches are going to continue to do that because uh, he offers a, a different skill set. Um, he's a veteran guy that knows kind of where he needs to be at at the right time. Patrick, the, the fine that you got for after the Bills game was a little bit heftier than players usually get for you know criticizing and officiating. Did you get uh, some explanation from the league as far as that goes? And is this just kind of the cost of doing business for speaking your mind in a spot like that? Yeah, I mean, it, you... You understand the consequences um, um, that they, they tell you before the year. Um, and so, obviously, I had outbursts on the sideline, um, and, and everybody saw it um, and on, on a big game. Um, and so there's going to be consequences to that. Um, and obviously, I got the fine. Um, and so now you just got to live with those consequences, learn from it, become better better from it, um, and not try to let that happen again. Um, but uh, we kind of just kept it moving. I mean, we, we, that was a couple weeks ago now, and now we're just focused on the Raiders and how we can do whatever we can to beat them. Blair? 
you mentioned home run a little while ago. I want to get your thoughts on Royals moves. Big time, man. <laughs> no, I mean it, 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 it's it's cool, man. I mean. Obviously, since I've been here, uh, it's kind of been it's been down down a little bit. I mean, before I got here, I'm, I've talked to Travis a ton about it, how cool it was for those two World Series title runs. Um, a lot, obviously, a lot of the players uh, left, and now they're trying to rebuild that thing. You can see the young core um, and how talented those guys are, and now they just want to add the veterans, the veterans to come in and not only have their impact on the team, but the, they want to, them to influence that young core of how you do things the right way. Um, and, I mean, uh, I think they have as good a chance as any to win in their division. I mean, it's going to be a great, great – uh, season, and I'm excited to be able to be there and just see it. And I want to see the the decay. I want to see it packed, and and how those World Series runs were. And so I'm I'm super excited about it, obviously. And uh, hopefully, uh, we I'm not going to try to. I'm my owner, so I can't really say anything. But hopefully, we have Bobby Witt here for a long time. So uh, I'll say that. <laughs> just related to that, Patrick. Like, any of the specific moves that, that charged you up the most? I know I saw you flex on the Twitter. Yeah, I think just adding to the rotation. I mean, we have a lot of talented young guys. Uh, I mean, if, if you look at Reagan, you look at Singer. I mean, some of those other guys that uh, Chris that we just signed back. I mean, we got talented young guys, but to add those veterans. I mean, Waka um, and Lugo, guys that have done it a lot of different places, know how to pitch, know how to um, teach other guys how to uh, how to take their games to the next level, and then adding some bullpen guys as well. I mean, I think. Uh, They've done a great job, and that's what their plan was. You could tell – I heard them talking about it, the GM talking about how, what the plan was, how they were going to go out and execute it, and they've done that. And so uh, I don't know what else is in the works. I don't know. not that close. But uh, hopefully uh, we come into the, the season with some momentum going and we can go out there and start off hot and, and uh, finish even better. Last two, Sam and Steve. Patrick, obviously the first priority of these last three games is to win them. But just with it being late season, do you look to accomplish something else additional to, to best set you guys up for the playoffs? Um, you always want to be playing your best football going into the playoffs. Uh, I think that's what I've learned in my career is that uh, you can all, you can start hot, but you want to be playing your best football whenever you get to the playoffs because it doesn't matter what your record is at that point. I mean, it's just whoever plays the best football is it who ends up winning the Super Bowl. And so, um, obviously, we did some good things in the last game, um, but I think if we can finish better, we started better finally, now let's finish better. And so let's put that complete game together. And um, I think uh, if we can do that, um, and start getting better and better these last few games, um, we can get to the playoffs and be playing our best football, then uh, I think the AFC is wide open and we'll be able to go out there and try to find a way to get to the Super Bowl. Steve? Patrick, you've had talked about going into the playoffs. You've had Jared Pop, um, now most recently Clyde, all that success this season. Mm -hmm. How beneficial is that? Yeah, I mean, it, they all have different skill sets, and they all do a great job of just being ready for the moment. Um, I think that speaks to the room. Um, it speaks to how much – pride they have and not only one guy having success but everyone having success and you see it on the sideline when you see the little snippets I mean they all want to score they and they want the other guy to score as much as they they want to score and so that speaks to the type of room that they have is that they want everyone to have success and they're going to capitalize on their moment and be ready for it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else. 
and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. No Christmas music. I, um, unfortunately, I forgot it. I was talking to my academic friend, George Karloftis. He made a 32 on his ACT. SL, right? I said the same thing. Like, George. <laughs> oh, man, let's go. <laughs> I'm so proud of it, man. I just. <laughs> What was that one? What was that one? Uh, I made a 25. I made a 25. Hey, listen, the world are led by C's. If y'all didn't know, look at the few presidents that we had. All of them had C's, but he said, like, C's get degrees, okay? <laughs> I got a PhD in football, so I'm good. Yeah. So, so what, are, what are the Christmas morning plans? How excited are you for the game on Christmas? Um, yeah, man, it's just, um, you know, Christmas is Christmas. Um, it's a lot of love. The spirits are high. Santa Claus is coming in in the chimney. <laughs> you know, it's a lot going on. My kid called me yesterday and was asking, um, should we make cookies for Santa Claus? And I was like, Santa Claus might be on a diet by the time you make it here. So I don't know. But so now I got to go pick up cookies after this. So, <laughs> I got to go pick up cookies after this to make sure Santa Claus eat all the cookies up. You want to make them? Home make them? No, this is what we're doing. We, um, we grabbed myself from the store to bake. Yeah, it's real. Did you get the presents already? No. I'm a, um, I'm a procrastinator with this. So I like to feel like a little pressure. So everything is like today and tomorrow, next day shipping, crunch time. I put the pressure on everybody else. We got to do this. Please, I need you. Yeah, so it's like closing time right now. <laughs> I like it, though. I like to feel the pressure, the anxiety. is like everybody be stressing out around me. I was like, well, you got to do this. We got to. It's like my kids won't even have Christmas without you. <laughs> we know we don't want Santa Claus to miss this house, okay? Chris, yeah. I was that Drew back. Uh, Drew, man, um, he's been wonderful for us throughout the whole year. His speed, his wisdom on this defense, you know, he's come in to make plays for us, even able to transition to Mike when um, Nick Bolton went down. So it speaks volumes for what he's able to do for this defense. When you see uh, guys like Dana and I mean, Hugh, they prosper inside, but you see him getting sacks on the outside. Just what does that say about the, the D-line and just how that rush y'all are heading to the long stretch? I think we got a lot of hybrid guys in our room. Um, Mike Dana Hughes can play um, DN and then three technique the whole game if you need him. You got a guy like Charles who can do the same. You got a guy like Tershawn Warden who can do the same. So we got a lot of guys in our room who can transition it in and out and adds versatility in our room to be able to move guys around and cause havoc. Raiders get zero one week and 63 the next week. Uh, what type of Raiders team do you think we're going to see? Um, the best Raider team that um, they can give. I think when we went and played them up there a few weeks ago, you see how they started the game off um, feeding Josh Jacobs the ball heavy and getting 17 involved. I think it's a good squad we went up against. I think it's a physical squad. 
amongst the coaching change that they just made. And I think he's doing a hell of a job in how he's directing. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, how he's directing and leading those guys. Chris, you mentioned George when you came in here. Um, he had at least ended the season with six sacks last year. He's at nine now. Can you talk about his growth from last year this year? He needs to get 10. He needs to get 10. We've been talking about it all week. I've been busting. I mean, I've been giving him crap. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to watch that, you know. Um, I've been giving him crap all week, man. I think um, it was one of his goals coming into the season to make sure he have double digits. And, and I want to push him to get that. He worked so hard during the season, during the off season. Me and him talk about it a lot. And I think it would be another milestone in his career to, to reach that. We got three more games left, and I think he's able to do it. I think it would be tremendous for not only his confidence and his game moving forward, but give him something to build off of. You guys talk, we talk about the details. What was it? Can you see any changes in his game from last year? Yeah, sense of maturity, um, his understanding of the game. I think George didn't start playing football until he was a junior. You know, I think he still have a lot to learn. I think he's still learning. And, um, He's improving, man. That's all you can ask. Uh, improve every year, year in and year out. And the sky's the limit for you if you continue to do that. Like I told him, you continue to like double your sack count. Oh my God. <laughs> You're going to keep me to the curb out of this place, man. <laughs> You're going to get me up out of here, man. Okay. But yeah, man, I'm a, I'm, I'm a cheerleader for George, man. I want him to excel. A couple more. Chris, I think every one of your teams here has won the division. And now you're one win away from winning it again. Is, is there a different feel the week of an opportunity to win a division? Um, not really. I think it's the same importance as in any game we play. We know the importance of these last few games of the season. We know what we want for for us as a team, and we know what's ahead of us. So for us, every game is as important that it's a division game or outside of the division. Chris, did you get, how did you get confirmation from George about the uh, perfect ACT? Listen, we were talking to ACTs in there and just, just intellectual speaking. <laughs> and I was telling George, you're very articulate, George. I, I don't know how a woman cannot want to marry you. He was like, yeah, I made a, um, a, what do you say? I made a 32 on my ACT. And I was like, oh, did you? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is news to me. Uh, I'll be with you every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, bro. You never told me this. I'm like, oh. Static, you know, but yeah. I'm sorry, Patrick got all the guys' golf carts. You know, who's the guy that's the gift giver on the defensive side? No one's the big gift on. Hey, listen, listen. We don't have Patrick contract. Okay, to the Chiefs, start paying me fifty million. Listen, I can't afford that <laughs> golf cart. But I do get the D line Rolexes after I get ten sacks. So I don't got ten sacks. Nobody get nothing. Okay. <laughs> Y'all have a beautiful day. <laughs> Excited about playing on Christmas Day? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too excited. <laughs> this is another game, man. I, I, I read somewhere you had set some preseason goals. I think it was at the Combine. Um, do you remember what those goals were and how, what kind of progress you've made toward those? Um, truthfully speaking, uh, I don't really remember those goals anymore. Uh, it's just been a, a long season and kind of a blur for all those, you know, goals we had just because everything don't go as planned all the time. And, uh, I mean, maybe when I look back, I'll overcome, you know, all those goals. But right now, we're on to bigger things right now. Are you happy with your production so far this year? Yes, sir. Of course. Playing the Raiders for 
the second time. Just your overall thoughts on, on facing that defense, which you know really had a good effort against the, the Chargers last time out. Uh, yeah, they got a great defense. Um, we ran a lot of plays against them. You know, this is our second time playing them, so uh, they should be, you know, prepared for a lot of plays that we have in store. And uh, I mean, they have, you know, great film on us from this year. We have great film on them this year, so we're just gonna get at it on Christmas Day. Do you embrace the fact that you're facing a team for the second time, <laughs> second time this season, and you know, people are gonna start noticing your name now? How do you embrace the challenge of people kind of looking out to you as kind of the guy? Oh, we gotta, we gotta guard him now. How do you embrace that challenge? Um, just like I embrace every week, um, not letting the outside stuff get to me and knowing that if I'm handling what I have to handle in practice, then it'll take care of itself in the uh, games. Actually, the NFL season is a lot longer than college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who have you, I guess, pulled from as far as, like, that's in the locker room and talk about, like, your nutrition and just keeping your body right as you go into the playoffs? Uh, the vets on the team in general. We got guys that have been through the physical part, the you know, a lot of running part, the mental part. So it's just, I have a lot of vets. So I can ask plenty of questions about that, you know, depending on what I'm feeling like. What's the best Christmas present you ever got? <laughs> um, I'll say the best Christmas present I ever got was a car from my dad. What was it? It was a Mitsubishi. It was my first car. <laughs> it was a Lancer. I felt like I was a uh, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, he, he went and got it after just to make sure that you had it. I guess what did that moment mean, and, and I guess what, what are you planning to, to do with the, the ball? Um, I plan on, you know, putting the ball somewhere safe, you know, to where my kid can't play with it all the time. And <laughs> just, you know, just kind of, you know, cherish, I cherish that moment when it happened, but you know, I look forward to many great moments, you know, with the team and with Pat, so. Yeah, just talking about your progress, he, he mentioned that you can still have room to improve. No, no, he mentioned specifically, like, the little things and nuances. What do you see um, in your own game even this year where you can even get a little bit better ahead of the playoffs? Uh, truthfully speaking, everything. Um, I'm young, and I feel like every time I'm out there, you know, there's vets on the field all the time, so every time I'm out there, I'm looking to learn something from all those guys. So if it's the smallest thing or even if it's the biggest thing, I'm going to try to put it into my game as soon as possible. Anything else? Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.